Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Julia Child taught me that, Mama. Picky eating is like so played out. Is George Foreman still alive? Glizzy Borden took an axe. Uh. Hello. Good morning. It's time for breakfast. I'm one of your hosts, Sav. Hi, I'm Sean. And this is our show, Breakfast at Sav and Sean's. And I said, what about breakfast, breakfast at, at Sav and Sean's? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then this is our show. That's right. The Sav and Sean show. Welcome, everybody. I love seeing you do this. That was that was purely improv, baby. That was flying by the seat of my pants. For the viewers and listeners at home, about two seconds before we press record, Sean goes, you want to do the intro? And I was like, yes. And then my brain went, oh, my God, I'm not prepared. I haven't scripted. I haven't rehearsed. I get it. I'm just cueing everyone in to show that we're relatable, you know? Relatable yeah, content absolutely. Creators. Behind the curtain, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then I just got confused. How's your day going? Well, you know, I'm I'm good. I woke up, I had some breakfast, had a little breakfast Slay. burrito. I actually have not eaten yet today. I'm low-key very hungry. Well, why don't why did why did you do that? I, I very rarely eat breakfast. But I'm I'll I'll eat something after we're done recording. It's fine. I'll eat something. I don't usually eat right when I wake up. I will say I wait like an hour or so, depending on just how I'm feeling. I do usually have my cup of coffee though, first thing, which I heard Slide. is like not great for you. I do have some water. Yeah, if you just drink a little water before Yeah, you it's not like I'm going just straight like black coffee acid into my stomach first thing in the morning but yeah i don't eat like right away i also work yeah. so early that like the idea of eating before the sun has even risen is like just unfathomable Unf- Unf- i also work you work but do you slay all day I also work so early that the idea of eating before the sun is unfathomable to me. So I, yeah, yeah, I like to wait. But then, then again, eating before the sun, because the sun eats. And if you eat before the sun, I will literally leave this chat right now. I'm <laughs> screaming. Right now. Don't do it. Don't do it. But see, I also don't really eat lunch Oh. because of, again, I work so early that by the gotcha. time I eat, it's usually like nine o'clock, nine thirty, ten o'clock. So like, oh. it's such a weird time. Yeah. And then that transitions into my days off too. Like I won't, I'll eat around like 11 or 12 is like my breakfast, even though I've been up for how many hours. Right. And then... I won't really eat again until dinner. I usually, so by the time that I wake up, honestly, it's usually lunchtime. And then uh, unless I'm like, unless I didn't eat much for dinner the night before, I'm not really hungry. But Mm -hmm. if I do, like, if I do not eat something the night before, I can speak. I know how to speak language. Um, if English. I choose to not eat something like right before I go to bed or whatever, which you're not supposed to do anyway, but uh, and then then I'll eat something when I wake up. But I'll I'll eat breakfast food at lunchtime. I don't really care. I'll eat breakfast food at any time of the day, Mama. It's I too good. I must. I love a waffle for breakfast food. Uh, I love breakfast food. A runny egg on just about anything fucking slaps, Mama. And people that don't like runny eggs just baffle me. How do you not? How can you not oh. like all that unctuousness? Exactly. I said it. A fully cooked yolk? I'm not mm. here for it. Because, mm. like, mm. 
I love Eggs Benny, mm-hmm. go-to breakfast food that is absolutely, I don't understand people who haven't eaten a delicious Eggs Benedict before. How very like just, <laughs> let's get a poached egg with a runny yolk and cover it in a sauce that's made of butter and more eggs. <laughs> Cuisine, mama. Cuisine. That's it. Have to eat it before you die. Honestly, low key. Delicious. I'm trying to think. What are other? Do you have foods that like? Are there foods that you have like a list of that you're like, oh shit, you need to eat this before you die? Yeah, I really love a good Thai red coconut curry. Delicious. Love. With some white rice, just kind of let it all soak in and mm, get delicious. In addition to that, I love, this might be controversial, a little crispy spring roll that I can just dip in the- Oh, love mm-hmm. a spring roll. I also love yeah. a summer roll. See, I'm I'm a little iffy on the rice paper texture like that. It's really? a little gummy The gelatinous fucks you yeah, up? Yeah, I don't like gummy things like that. I'm hit or miss. Okay. Um, Like certain gummy worms and gummy bears. I'm like, I'm a big texture freak when it comes to food. Not in the sense that like I need things to be crunchy. Okay. I am very particular about the textures of food that I like. Like I like applesauce. Love me a go-go squeeze, baby. Convenient, quick, Absolutely easy. Not. Jello? No. I can't st- I can't even st- like get it down. I can't stomach it. And I've always been that way. Even since a kid, like I was a kid, I never ate jello. I never ate yogurt. Yogurt, the smell of it takes me out. Oh yeah. Cause you have that whole thing about yogurt versus sour cream. And for a really long time, and even still now, like now I can eat it as long as I don't handle it. Very specific though, um, craft singles, the individually wrapped ones, because they're just so like floppy. Yeah. And yeah. like my mom will use them to like conceal medicine for the dogs and like, like, you know, hide a pill in it and since my mom recently had surgery i had to do it for the dogs a couple times with their medicine and not only was touching the cheese horrible but then mushing it yeah because it'll go into its own little form getting dog spit around my fingers around the cheese like honestly top five most horrible experiences of my life like truthfully just awful wow yeah big texture freak big texture freak i feel like there's probably a very stark difference in between the other top five most terrible things that have yeah, ever happened yeah. to you. Yeah, there, there absolutely is. No, that one's Family bad, but... member dying, number one. <laughs> number two, craft singles between the finger. Correct. No, gooey dog slobber craft singles. Gotcha. Anyway, back to foods I do enjoy. Yes. I also am a, a lover, a connoisseur also, because I do like to throw down and make my own. Okay. Chicken Parmesan, baby. Love a chicken parm. It's also deceptively simple to make. It's you got you yeah. got your breading station, your three pan moment, right? Your flour, yeah. egg. I like to use a mixture innovation. She said I'm different. Of panko and Italian breadcrumbs. Love that. So you're getting more of like a tempura moment. Not even that. It's more like one, the Italian breadcrumbs, I get the seasoned ones. So they have a little flavor. Mm-hmm. And two, whatever space is left between the pieces of panko, the finer bits of like the Italian breadcrumbs get into it. So it just makes like a better oh. crust in my opinion without being like battered. Like I can still get a thin crust that's even encoded without like having to like dip back and forth between panko a bunch of times. Cause then I find it gets gummy and that's when your coating falls off. You're welcome, America. Well, here's a key for that, actually, fun fact. Okay. If you dredge in flour before you do anything else, that's actually gonna make sure that your breading adheres to that chicken. So if you like tenderize your breast and then you do flour, right? Mm -hmm. And then go egg, 
and whatever else, then it's going to stick on there rather than like just going like egg is the adherent Mm -hmm. and then doing those other things. So it's like, what a slay. Well, because if you think about it, protein is like, it has moisture to it. So you need something to like latch onto stick to that. And then something that will stick to whatever sticks to that science. That's just, that's Julia child taught me that mama. It's funny too. Cause like there are things that like, I don't personally cook, but I love, and I think everyone should experience. Cause like picky eating is like so, played out oh no like, i love chicken i love trying day. new stuff Absolutely baby not. yeah i can't imagine people that just eat the same thing all the time that part but like yeah. you cannot reach the end of your life without trying an oyster like oh. if you don't like it that's fine but you have to eat an oyster just honestly experience it it's it's a it's a, a ritualistic experience exactly and for me personally because like there's a specific way that i like to eat oysters i always have to have like a mignonette mm-hmm. some kind of acidity exactly and mm-hmm. if i'm steaming i guess I could do like a, the cracker and like Tabasco situation oh, no, or like the horseradish. All the way. Fucking love a mignonette. Pork belly is another one of those ones. Like I've had it bad, sure. Yes. But I've had it really, really delicious. It has and, like, to be good. It has to be cooked correctly. Yes. But it's such like a deep breadth of flavor. And like, unless you're against eating pork, which like I understand fine. Mm-hmm. If you like bacon or other things, like you need to start experimenting with more pig products other than bacon. Because there's been like such a bacon movement and that's great. But like, Pancetta mama? Guanciale. A cha cha cha. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? I feel like it's Serrano. Yeah, Serrano ham. Yeah. Amazing. It's like a pepper. Serrano I was going to say, but I feel like same. it's also Serrano ham too. Another thing, burrata. Mm, I actually just tried that for the first time recently and you were oh, there. Oh yeah, that's crazy. I cannot believe that's your first time. That's like if mozzarella and ricotta had a beautiful baby. Yes, it. that's literally what it is. It's just creamy mozzarella stuffed inside regular stretchy mozzarella. And it was delightful. Almost like a Japanese omelet. Yes. Like in, in its dispensation. The ones that you like cut open and then it's like, bleh. And it's like bleh, yes. yes. See, and that is, that I'm a texture person. I would still try that because that yeah. looks like it could be delicious. Because again, going back to the runny yolk theory, unctuousness. And that's exactly. what you want. If you're going to have all that rice under it, you need something to soak, soak it up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This is very Julia Child of me, but I also make a really, like, it's a variation of this. I wouldn't call it a formal, but like bouffe bourguignon, essentially bouffe like bourguignon. a beef stew. I make one that I really, really love. I really enjoy. Sometimes I'll like use that as the base of like a short rib recipe, which I've made for you before. Delicious, by the way. Thank you. It's just, it's good. It's hearty. I don't like soups. I do love stew it's just one of those things that like you have to enjoy and honestly i know people are like well don't make these things during like the summer months but like it's just one of those things that's good all year round personally speaking yeah well i mean like i think it depends a lot on what what you're cooking when people say stuff like that like because of seasons and certain foods that are in season like i i love tomatoes i cook with a lot of tomatoes tomatoes. actually because i make like a lot of salsa i also make like a lot of bruschetta i eat a lot of ketchup i eat a lot of hot sauce that has tomatoes and all kinds of yummy stuff in it like I, I cook with a lot yeah. of tomatoes. Sometimes I'll put them in my scrambled eggs, a little bit of onions. Mm, delicious. Yeah. But Put some ham in there. That's a Denver omelet. Yeah. Well, so that was something that my cousin's ex-girlfriend a, wa- a while ago, like maybe 10 years or so ago, she was Colombian and she like, that was something that they had for breakfast when she was growing up and she made it for us when we stayed over at their house one time when we were visiting. And yeah, it's good. I love it. I feel like it's a rite of passage for like family members to make an egg dish that like gets made fairly frequently. Like other 
other egg things that I've made, like omelets type stuff, it's always been a cousin who's introduced it to me. So that's wild that you've also experienced that. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, cause you know me, I like to cook. So it's cool. It's always cool when people cook for me. I love that. Cause that's how I show my love for people is I love cooking people like a good meal Same. and sitting down and sharing a meal. So I love when people do that with me. But anyway, I cook with a lot of tomatoes. Tomatoes yes. do have a, a period where they're better or where they're not so good. So I definitely like, I'm not going to like yeah. defiantly cook with something that I know I, it probably won't be as good as it could be. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not yeah. going to waste money like that. I mean, I get it. You're saying you're better than me and that's fine. No, I just, I do love <laughs> to kidding. eat, but I also love <laughs> to not waste money. So if I'm going to eat, I'm going to make sure I'm spending my money well on something. Slay. Yeah. Well, because you love to eat so much, do you have like, like off the top of my head, like, do you have something that like, you know this is your last meal. Like Death Row Mama. Not Jethro, that's a name. No, we're talking Death Row. Oh. Do you have something that like is your... Truthfully, I would have your chicken marsala. Stop it, you stop it. But I would want it with like extra, extra, extra sauce over angel hair pasta. I love that. That's mm -hmm. actually very sweet. You and your family both, like, and when I say your family, I mean your mother. My mother. I don't think I've ever cooked for your brother. Are uh, so terribly kind. My mother also, really big fan of my chicken marsala. It's hey, bad. it's nice to have a signature dish. That makes me so happy. Chicken marsala is also on my list. Like I've got like a breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's funny to me that it's on my list also. It's just somebody else makes it, not me. <laughs> yeah, I, I would imagine for your last meal, you would not want to cook it. I would think that would would be a little morbid. <laughs> <laughs> just digging my own grave, making my own dinner. You actually dig your own grave to put like a little George Foreman grill in there and then you cook your last dinner in there I'm inside screaming. of the grave. I'm actually next to George Foreman while I'm doing it. Oh. So it's like I bought a plot right next to Prime him. real estate. Cool. Yeah. Cool. How long have you had that? <laughs> a very long time. Is George Foreman still alive? He's dying? He's dead? <laughs> I don't know. Is he? George, call in. He's alive. <laughs> He's watching this like gagged. <laughs> Gooped. He said, wow, am I not, am I that not relevant? Crazy. Oh, by the way, it was Serrano Ham. <laughs> this just in. Is he alive? And I sincerely hope that he didn't die tragically. He is alive. Oh, okay. Slay. He's 74 years old. Oh my God. I called him the other day and we, we came to an agreement on where our plots will be, which is, it's great. Oh, you and your pal George? Yeah. We're actually both being cremated. We thought how methodical Together. to have our bodies be grilled. Oh. As well. <laughs> <laughs> you know? He actually has a special human-sized George Foreman just for that occasion, just for when that time comes, you know? Absolutely. For breakfast on my last meal, I want a short rib Benedict mm -hmm. with a Chipotle hollandaise. Ooh. There's one place that we both have been before. We actually went for my birthday like two years in a row. Mm -hmm. I know exactly where you're talking about. Shout out to them because that I had a bite of that when you got it and it was delicious. It was rich, but good thing it's your last meal because calories exactly. don't count. Who's counting? Yeah. Not, not Satan. The service is terrible, but the food's delicious and that's what makes up for it. That's all we can ask for. Exactly. For lunch... I'm a boy of habit. It's Costco. I want a Costco lunch. Preferably, I'd like to die on a Saturday. And so like we could go and do like a sample day and then you go through and you're like trying a little things and then you end it at the Costco food court. And I don't know if I told you, but when I was in the place on the other side of the country, I tried the forbidden glizzy. What's the forbidden glizzy? 
you take a hot dog because a glizzy's a hot dog. I know, but why? Why? I don't know. Sorry, not to go separate from this. When did that start being a, when is a hot dog not a hot dog? Like this is not a rose by any other name situation. Like it's a hot dog. You know what I mean? So like why, where, what is a glizzy? That's not a word. That's not a noun. Glizzy Borden took an axe, uh, and she chopped away at my hunger mama. Elizabeth, think about your actions. Please, for once. Or just at least don't get caught, amateur. That part. So forbidden Glizzy, you take the hot dog and then you get the Costco chicken bake, which has like the chicken bacon ranch bake, and you take a bite out of it and then you shove the hot dog in there and then eat that. And let me just tell you, you can't eat it a lot, but when I ate it, mwah. Chef's case, love, 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 love. Live, laugh, love. Not for much longer, mama. Talk about cholesterol. Last meals, last meals, who cares? So yeah, Costco lunch. And then for dinner, I would do uh, appetizer, calamari, mm. dinner, chicken marsala, dessert, tiramisu. But I've been really into Buca de Beppo lately and have still yet to go. And I am I tried to get you to go and you don't like meatballs. And then we talked about going maybe and then not going. I don't know where we stand, but I'm too, I'm this close. For those listening and not watching, my fingers are very close together. They could be closer. This close to just going by myself, which actually probably wouldn't matter that much to you. The stakes are probably very low because you don't even like Buca de Beppo like that. But I mean, I enjoy it. It's just, it's, it's one, I'm one person. Two, you know, my metabolism when I eat meals is that yeah. I will sit down, eat a quarter of it, pack it all up, and then immediately be hungry about 20 minutes later. Yeah. But it's because when I when I'm cooking especially like I'm usually tasting throughout so that fills me up too or like when I'm out I drink a lot of water before the meal comes or like when, usually when I go out to a Mexican restaurant so like chips and salsa or like whatever appetizers you know so by the time the entree comes I'm like full already. And that's how they get you. That's capitalism. But the last time we were at Buca de Peppa was for Brandon's birthday and oh, yeah. the only thing I remember was that statue that kind of looked like the pope. <laughs> just kind of in the middle. It was the Pope. Yeah, oh, go, okay, go off. I'm glad I knew that. And then also though, so, okay, so it's family style food. Did we share when we got, when we ate their last I think time? we got we the chicken marsala and we shared, yeah, with mashed oh, potatoes. Yeah. It was delicious, but like, again, I'm one person. That's true. If we go with the two of us, yeah, that's fine. But like, if you go with someone and then like you guys don't want to share the same thing, then you're both getting something that's not meant for one person. But then like, if you just get an appetizer, then you're cheap. But then even the appetizers are expensive. And it's just, it's, I just don't like family style stuff like that. I prefer small plates over anything. Give me a little nibble of something. A little tapas. When I cook at home, if I have any leftovers, I'm not very good about eating leftovers. That's the thing. Mm. There's something, again, like I'm a weird texture freak. There's something weird about eating leftovers to me that like I don't like. However, I have mastered the art of cooking a perfect single portion of anything. So like I respect that from you at I eyeballing. Cannot. But also the other the other end of that point is that like if I have to cook for other people, no grasp of how much food I actually need because I I know exactly how much I need and that's good enough for me. I'm just always scared I'm gonna be hungry. Yeah. Like like if I portion for just me and then it's like not enough, but then usually it's too much. It's a whole thing. Yeah. But I love eating out uh, i do like going out to eat at places not you changing the vernacular i've been trying to instill an attitude of trying new places yes. because i'm a creature of habit in the sense of like when i find a place i like and when i find something that there that i like to eat i always go there and i always get the same thing so i've been trying to broaden my horizons but the reason i've been hesitant to is because it's always so hit or miss
miss when you try a new place. It could either be really awesome and it could be really bad, or it could be a really beautiful restaurant with garbage food, or it could be a real dingy, crappy looking place with amazing food. Or it could just be okay and your other place is better and you should have just gone there. You know, there's so many variables so that it like that stresses me. I could just be overthinking that though. No, I see what you're saying. I love to eat out. I, for some reason, it was instilled in my mind, probably because poverty. Eating out for me was always like rich. Like it's it's an event, you know, like you're going, it didn't really matter what, where, Mm -hmm. whatever. It was like, it was an event that you got to go out to eat. So like, I've always felt like there was a sort of elegance to it. Nowadays, I mean, that's not really a thing at all. Everyone's like, it's probably cheaper to go out to eat than it is to stay home and cook. I mean, everything's expensive. That part. But even in the back of my brain to this day, I'm like, we're going out. We're going out to eat. Oh my God, slay. But at the same time, I also kind of live, laugh, and love. Put it shiplap on the wall. I'm a simple man sometimes. Simple pleasures. I think you were saying that too just a second ago. Like, I'm also happy with a McDonald's double cheeseburger. Oh yeah. No pickles, extra ketchup, extra onion. A number two from Taco Bell, the three soft taco combo. Easy. Done. Tried and true. Mm -hmm. Never lets me down. Ever. She's happy. I love. Mm -hmm. I have like this running list in the back of my brain about Mm -hmm. like what, like where everything ranks based upon like where it is in my proximity, if that makes any sense. Oh yeah. Like like, as far as like, this is my area. These are the restaurants that are available of those restaurants. This is how I rank them in terms of like where I would go first. And then as a last resort. Yeah, totally. Get it. Right. And like time will definitely play a factor in that too. But like, I definitely have a running list in my head. Mm-hmm. Thank God you understand me. What's yours? You have to have one. What's yours? Well, I'm actually really lucky. This is not me bragging. I'm really lucky that I live in an area that is pretty, that is pretty well uh, packed with a bunch of options. So I kind of live right play. in the middle of two kind of big shopping areas of town. One is more of a touristy kind of side. One is more of a local kind of side, but it's all restaurants and shopping. And restaurants and shopping so yeah there's a lot of fast food places by me um especially on that other side so i've got like multiple mcdonald's i've got a burger king i've got a taco bell i've got a long john silvers Bo- rip a jersey mike's yeah love a jersey mike's fuck talk about oh talking about last meals lunch jersey mike's philly cheesesteak mm-hmm. add portobello mushrooms no green peppers rosemary parmesan bread delicious delicious yes yummy 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 delicious so and that being said it's really dangerous because i have so many options that are so close uber eats is just shouting my name list it off then mama what are where are they going and the 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 little the paper clip on my shoulder is like don't do it it's literally one traffic light away from your apartment complex you can drive to Taco Bell. The paperclip on your shoulder is the truest bank account notification. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. And then I've got Internet Explorer on this shoulder. Not Internet That's Explorer. kind of like a beat behind, right? <laughs> Makes that you goes, rest in peace. Your couch is so comfortable and your phone is right there. You don't have to walk to get your phone and you do have to walk to your car. And then it begins a vicious cycle. A total 15 feet. I hear you. I know. It's really tough for me. I have to lock the door. I got to put shoes tall. on. Yeah, I know. It's really, it's really tough. But anyway, if I could choose in a perfect world where I didn't have to worry about Uber Eats or driving and I could just get it at my whim based on what's around me. Okay. So then top of the list, 
Jersey Mike's established. Slay. Check. Love. Number two, probably Taco Bell, I would say. Sounds about right for you, yeah. Number three, there's a really yummy Chinese place right next to my house. Oh, a Tijuana Flats. Love a Tijuana Flats. Although most people don't actually know what Tijuana Flats is because I'm pretty sure it's just like here and some places. I love me some tea flats. Any place that thought to put cookie dough inside of a wonton wrapper, deep fry it, serve it with a side of Hershey's chocolate sauce, and then only charge like $4 for it. The cheapest thing on the menu. Correct. My hero. And they always have really cool artwork inside. Anyway, and then honorable mention is going to be directly next door to the Tijuana Flats is a poke place. However, I have not tried it yet. That's why it gets honorable mention because I'm just going to assume it's delicious because like, how can you fuck up poke? And they've been open for a couple of years now at this point, which leads me to believe like it can't be that bad if they've stayed open through a pandemic. Sure. And they're cashless. Love that. My list is a little more traditional. I mean, because I do have a Jersey Mike's and a Tijuana Flats like within my vicinity. I don't think I was really counting them. Like in my brain, like chronologically, I don't think that was like at the top of my thing. Okay. But like... Number one go-to for, like, freshness when it comes to, like, traditional fast food is going to be Wendy's, mama. I love, love a Wendy's. And I know it's a little wild, but, like, there was a time in my life super, super impoverished. I was poor. I was poor. Poor. I... Fred Flintstone in your way to work. <laughs> Literally. And that four for four was the reason. That's what I was going to say. I lived. You can't like, beat I was a four still for alive. four. You can't. You can't beat a four for four. But that's not even like my top favorite thing. My top favorite thing at Wendy's is the apple pecan chicken salad. It comes with the raspberry vinaigrette. I know. Fast food salad. Ew, that sounds yucky, disgusting. It's not. It is D. Lish. If I want like a fast salad and everywhere else is closed and it's late, I know Wendy's has my ass. They also sell baked potatoes. I'm sorry, what? Fast food baked potato? Again, things sounds all terrible, disgusting. Comes together. That's a healthy alternative. We love to see it. We love to see it. Also, they do a cold pickle. And you know how I am about pickles. I like a cold pickle, not a hot pickle. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, a hot pickle. Then love a McDonald's cheeseburger. That or like Can't a hot and spicy McChicken. And then I, I see your four for four and I raise you the one, two, three dollar bundle menu at McDonald's. Can't Absolutely. beat it. Double cheeseburger, small fry, $3.50. I'm not getting a drink, but you know what? We will take our L's where we take our L's. Well, as we discussed in our other episode, you already have about 17 drinks in your arms as you roll up to McDonald's. Um, So I think you're good there without getting a drink. I also then going on down the list, I'm a little picky about this. I have this thing. I don't know if people have this thing. I have this thing. It's the travel whopper. So I eat Burger King, but I, and I know how you feel about Burger King, but I eat Burger King specifically when I am on a road trip. I will not eat it just like arbitrarily, cavalierly, but when I was doing that hella long road trip, I stopped at Burger King like three times because I kept craving it because I was on a road trip. <laughs> my, my mom will frequently be yes, like, I man... I, I would kill for a Whopper. My mom, I've never seen my mom eat Burger King ever, right? That, this is a lie. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to totally double back on that statement with my next statement. My mom will always be like, man, I would kill for a Whopper. And I'm thinking like a Whopper, like it's, it's 10 in the morning. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? And then she'll Breakfast get it. Whopper. But again, it's usually a road trip kind of thing. Like when we're driving down, she'll get it at like a rest stop. But every time consistently, like, like 
100% of the time, she will take one bite and go, this is fucking nasty, and then won't eat it. Every time. After she's like, oh my God, Becky. I just want a Whopper so bad. And then it's, it just always is disappointing. So, Other than that, there's only some that I absolutely will not eat. Um, I won't do a Long John Silver's. You could not pay me. Arby's. Fast food fish? You know okay, how I feel well, about Arby's. I do, I do. But here's the thing about Arby's, okay? There's only one thing that I've ever enjoyed from Arby's, and that was when they did like a grape apple chicken salad and then they like got rid of it and then they brought it back and it wasn't as good the second time so like i i won't eat the arby's i don't like arby's no no you don't period arby's portion sizing is wild too though because like sometimes there are things that like you get a bunch of so like you remember how they used to have like those potato triangles like that's too much potato i don't know that that much about the history of arby's i'm afraid oh that's fair. There are just sometimes that I go and like if it's the last option and I wish I could have just like one mozzarella stick, just like a singular mozzarella stick. Does that make any sense? Like, <laughs> hey, guys, as an editor's note, the mozzarella stick bit was actually an inside situation <laughs> of <laughs> something that happened to Savannah. And so she abruptly and immediately left the chat as soon as I said the thing about the single mozzarella stick. Thank you all so much for listening (laughs) to another episode of The Sean Show. Uh, (laughs) If you'd like to follow our show on Instagram or rate, review, and subscribe to our show, we would greatly appreciate it, as that is the best way to support small creators like ourselves. You can do so on Instagram at the underscore sav and sean underscore show if you'd like to follow me personally on either instagram or tiktok you could do so at anthony underscore clams and savannah she can be found on instagram at savannah peterson and also on tiktok at savannah underscore peterson that's a lie that's a lie (laughs) scratch that reverse it that's a lot. Get it right. Instagram is Savannah underscore Peterson and TikTok is Savannah Peterson. Oh, you're so right. Fake friend. <laughs> do you want to do this? Uh, do you want to turn off your thing again and then I'll do it right? No, I want to keep this in. <laughs> She's back. And Savannah, where can they find you? Well, you can find me on Instagram. <laughs> we're we're going to be here all night. <laughs> well, you can find me on Instagram at Savannah underscore Peterson or on TikTok at Savannah Peterson, or on my website, savannahpeterson.com, on the internet, where people put their websites. Hire me. Uh, so, so do that. She would like to continue to be able to eat food. Yeah, I love to eat. I love to eat. I would love to just have money. She loves to learn. And food. She loves to eat. A lady of simple pleasures, truly. Indeed. Well, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys Next time. time. I think that's the first time we've ever done that in unison. Probably. Probably. We have the meats. Bye. Bye.